Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast. I'm back on the podcast for you guys today. Guys, today's podcast, we've got a big one. Um, a lot of stuff to talk to. We've got Leafs Talk on the show today, episode number 29 for you guys. And we're joined by my dad. Dad, how are you today? Doing great. Uh, hello, everyone. All right, guys. Um, so let's start, Dad. We missed it, – it's been a lot of games. It's going to be a lot of games this this month. Obviously, I've got to catch up. But um, last time where we left off was, I believe – Pittsburgh and the Leafs were playing that night and the Leafs had a big win. They went four one. It was a dominating game. Um, so we're looking good. You know, we're looking good heading into um, Saturday's game against the blue, uh, sorry, the St. Louis blues. And, you know, this game, you know, they, they dominated. It was another game where they dominated, but they just couldn't score. That seemed like a reoccurring theme um, so far this season, but um, it was just a bad game. But I think the biggest thing that people, took out of this game was right after um, the game finished the Leafs, I believe made a trade and that trade was for um, Ryan Dezingle, Ilya Leibushkin for Nick Ritchie and their choice of a third round selection in 2023 or a second round selection in 2025. Now dad, with this trade, obviously Dubis is going to get rid of that $3 million next year for Nick Ritchie. Um, he put Dezingle on waivers. So Dezingle, I believe got claimed by, I believe San Jose. And um, you get Leibushkin, the Russian bear, I think they call him. And um, he, you know, he's a big body. He's a right-handed shot. So I think he's going to go great into the uh, top six. And um, this is a great deal because, you know, Richie had one more year left at 3.3. A buyout would cost 2.2 for Arizona. So they bought a second round pick, you could say, for 1.4. But now, what do you think about this trade? Uh, You know, I think uh, they need... uh... Uh, sort of a big boy in this lineup because I find, uh, you know, when, when it gets uh, tough out there, uh, we're a little soft. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, to bring some size um, and then, you know, uh, maybe even ask uh, Simmons to, uh, you know, be a little more aggressive right. uh, is what we, what the, what we need. As we've always said, you know, our skill level on this team is unmatchable. Yep. So it's just a little bit of a toughness that we're lacking. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we need to address it even maybe further. Yeah, I agree. And I think they're not done making moves yet because, you know, with all the rumors that we'll get into, um, I don't think that they're done just yet. But another thing was Matthews actually um, crashed into the crossbar. His lip looks swollen, really swollen, but it's just starting to get better and better. That was obviously on Saturday, um, but he looks to be better. But it wasn't a good game. You know, we dominated. We frankly, we dominated that game. Um, Huso and goal had 37 saves. Uh, sorry, 37 shots against and 34 saves. And um, Campbell let in five goals, but I believe um, the six was an empty netter. But a lot of instances in that game, which I think Dubas pulled the trade, was a lot of open chances. And I think that's what led to the game, um, the game after and um, resulting in the trade. But let's get into just this Monday, um, the Montreal Canadiens. Now, this is a team, you know, Leafs fans probably hate as much as, as Boston. You never want to lose to Montreal. Um, especially after last year in the playoffs. But, you know, this is um, a game that, you know, I, I they, they were down 5-0 heading into the second or third period. Um, Peter Mrazek did not look like himself. Um, and they let Sam Montembeau look like he was, I don't even know, prime carry price. Like, this is ridiculous. They did have two quick goals to start the period. 
but um, they got dominated and they got killed by the Leafs killer, um, uh, Josh Anderson. But uh, what, what did you think about this game? You know, I just want to address a few things here. So um, one thing is, uh, let me start with the coach. You know, I'm sick and tired of him not, you know, taking a chance on certain guys, making the right changes. He always does the same thing. Okay, now let's put Marner and Tavares. Okay, let's put, you know, Nylander and Matthews. No, there is a third guy on both of those lines that you may need to give other guys from the third and the fourth line a chance to move up and see what they can do. I think a guy like Mikheyev on any, any of these two lines with mm-hmm. his speed, uh, you know, can do wonders, but he never, the third person is, is, is non-existent to him. He's always switching those guys and messing up with their chemistry, you know? So I, I think he needs to step it up. He's sitting on a gold mine as far as, you know, talent goes on his team mm-hmm. and uh, he's messing up every time. And then, you know, the players, you know, when I saw the Montreal guys playing, they understand, you know, the history behind these two teams, you know, they're hungry. Uh, Leafs, it's almost like they had no desire, you know, to, to avenge last year's playoff loss. Yeah. Uh, they just treated it like a, it's a regular game. I think in the first period, there should have been two, three fights yeah. uh, just to, you know, set the tone a little bit and say, you know what, we're not going to back down because they got pushed on the playoffs a lot last year. Uh, you know, they, they're treating it just like, you know, it's just a regular game. It's not a regular game when you're playing the Canadians. If you're going to put on that Maple Leaf jerseys, understand the history, understand, you know, the hatred that they have for us and what we have for them. I'm sick and tired of people making fun of us yeah. after every time they lay an egg like this. Something needs to be done, honestly. And I think Keith, he needs to step it up. Yeah. And, you know, you're right. And a lot of thing is, you know, now the line combinations, Justin Hole, I think he's, there's no way he's going to be part of this team. Like in Montreal, he had a, horrible back-to-back shifts i believe like towards the end of the period and he gave up a goal like this is honestly like they're down they were down 3-0 to a team that's basically the last place team um but you know and and, and if if i may if i may with their i guess three or four game win streak you know before that they had eight wins you're losing to a team five two and they were losing five nothing that had Eight wins yeah. up leading up to this little last three, four game streak. That's it's ridiculous. I, it's frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah, like like I hate, I, I hate when the Leafs lose these kind of, and you saw Steve Dangle's reaction. <laughs> it, it got trending <laughs> on Twitter. Like he's flipping out, but you know, this is not a great game at all. You never want to lose these kind of teams and, and have fans at a few of the on Twitter, but another big moment, the Leafs and there's a lot of controversy, the Leafs and blue jackets. Now the Leafs are three, two down. Um, and Jason Spezza, what looked like it was a kick, but uh, they said that he tried to kick it to a stick and um, it, the puck goes in. But, you know, the Leafs obviously lose 20 seconds into a Patrick line, an absolute rocket. But, you know, Dad, in your opinion, do you think that goal should have stayed um, a goal or should it have been called back? You know, I think when we were watching the game, right off the bat, after the replay, I just kept saying, I said, you know what, this is getting called back. And and I remember you saying, you know, as far as these kicking emotions and stuff, there were some strange calls all yeah. year. Yeah, And up. I, you know, now that, I, you know, yes, it was a stick up there. He was trying to kick it towards it. But unfortunately, I don't think he caught the stick. So technically, it still is a kicking emotion. So I think it should have been called back. He, yeah. I, he's trying to kick it to his stick, but the stick didn't make contact. So now he kicked it in. So, right. but you know, it didn't call back. I and and I think uh, 
you know, in, in, in volleyball, we say, you know, ball God knows. I guess puck God uh, knew. That's why they scored 20 seconds in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and another thing in that game now, the big story is, is Jake Muzzin goes down. Um, Jake Muzzin left the first period. I believe it was, um, yeah, the first period he went down. Um, and Elliot Friedman floats the possibility, you know, if he goes in LTIR, that's not obviously against the cap. And he floated a possibility of JT Miller of the Vancouver Canucks going to the Toronto Maple Leafs and a lot of stuff like that. Um, there's been a lot of rumors about that. Um, especially, um, they've, they've said that the Leafs are interested in Andrew Kopp of Winnipeg, Ricard Raquel of Anaheim, Max Domia, who I hope they don't really get. Um, and then obviously Mark Giordano on Seattle. So there's a lot of players that the Leafs could obviously go for. And I believe they sent down Sandine and called up a few players to get as close to the cap as possible. So that when Muzzin goes in LTIR, it doesn't, you know, it, it, you get the full value of his contract. You can get close to it. Right. So they, they're going to do that. And they did that. Um, but um, with this being said, now there's a lot of rumors of who they're going to go for. Now, JT Miller is probably, you know, who wouldn't want a guy like JT Miller, especially if he's going to play with Tavares and Elander. But I've heard the asking prices a lot because he's not really a rental as he's going to have be under contract next year. But, you know, this is the thing. So there's a lot of Canucks fans out there too thinking, I've seen a lot of trade proposals by Canucks fans and they're asking for like, a package from the Leafs that's better than, you know, what, what Vegas stole out of Buffalo for Jack Eichel. Like, I, I don't know what these fans are thinking, but there's a lot of tra- crazy garbage trades out there that they're suggesting. Um, I've also heard that the uh, Florida, Pan- I'm sorry, the uh, Nashville Predators are um, shopping Philip Forsberg. He's a guy that the Leafs may go for. Um, but dad, you know, there's obviously Audi and obviously Rodin Amarov who, we learned that has a brain tumor. So I hope, you know, everything speed recovery for him. Hope all as well. But that, that was an unreal story. I was not expecting that at all, but crazy, you know, crazy. yeah. And um, I remember we watched him get drafted to 15th uh, after that uh, garbage performance against Columbus. But, you know, there's a lot of players that out there that the Leafs could potentially go for, but let's start with the forwards. <laughs> now, if you were to get a forward, what, who do you think that that would fit in well with Philip Forsberg out there? Konechny uh, of Philadelphia, Thomas Hurdle, maybe, and obviously JT Miller. Um, so one person that they should not even look at is Max Domi. You know, yeah, yeah. when he, when you, when your dad was providing you all this lavish lifestyle when you were growing up, the club that you know he was playing for, paying his salary that he, you know, he, he dedicated his career basically to, uh, you know, you go and then said, I was never a fan. You don't make a statement like that. Cause you're not only disrespecting the club, you're just, you know, it's disrespect to his dad. You know, mm-hmm. he played for them. He played and he was, you know, one of the, you know, key pieces back then uh, for the club. So, uh, you know, you never need a guy like that because, you know, you any statement like that in a playoff uh, game against the other team can, you know, motivate the team. And, and then, you know, uh, again, who knows what would happen to us then. Um, one thing I hope they don't, you know, say, oh, you know, let's get a veteran in here. But no, we don't need that. We, we've got Tavares. We've got Spezza. We've got uh, even Riley. You know, yeah. these guys, maybe not NHL level, at lower level, any before, you know, they've been there. They've done that. They're winners. So they have that experience, you know, they and, and I think a lot of the younger guys have kind of learned too. So, uh, and then I think if, if you are going to, you know, you, you go, go off for someone that's going to have, you know, uh, an impact for the next couple of years. So as you said, you know, with Miller, even if you got to give up something, 
um, you know, because we've got a very good young core still. So for the next six, seven years, we don't need, you know, to be bringing up guys that are younger mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think don't just settle just to say, OK, let's just, you know, we need to make a change. Otherwise, they're going to be, you know, all over us, the media, like make a change that's going to make a difference, because it seems every year, you know, we, we, we address certain things and then say, OK, this is going to help us. It never, never does works, because yeah. it's never the work. So, you know, I, I hope they, you know, learn from this and, uh, you know, go after someone that's going to make a big difference. Yeah, I agree. And and I've just seen too, like the, the asking price for JT Miller, I don't think the Leafs are too keen on it. So, you know, especially, you know, if they do move out Kerfoot and Hole, which I think they do, that's an additional $5 million. So you can have $11 million for a right-handed shot and a second left win, which I think is amazing. Um, this is going to be huge for the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is going to be a huge trade deadline because they have a lot of cast space to work with. And I don't see two of these players being on the team after the trade deadline. Um, but if you can get, obviously, a second-line winger, I would love a Philip Forsberg. It's going to be tough. Um, I would love, you know, because you got to outbid other teams. you got to remember that, too. Um, so, guys like that would be great. I know John Klingberg on defense. That would, he's a right-handed shot. He's an offensive threat, so I don't know if that's what the Leafs really need. I think they may need more of a defensive player. Um, I don't think you need an offensive defenseman. You've got Morgan Riley, who is an offensive defenseman. But, um, you know, there's a lot of good players out there that they may be trying to go for. Um, but I think JT Miller, you know, I'd love to see him. I think everyone would love to see him, but I think that's unlikely, um, especially with the asking price. And I think that they go for yeah a guy like Philip Forsberg or a Konechny and you put them on the second line and possibly go get another right-hand defenseman. Because if you can get a right-hand defenseman and you go in the playoffs with Riley Brody, Muzzin potentially being you know put back into the lineup and then a right-handed shot you trade for, Sandin, Labushkin, and then probably Dermot or Lilligreen at scratches, I think that's really good. Um, and then obviously on the forward side, you've got your big four, you know, Bunting's going to have that for sure spot. And obviously, I know you said earlier, you want to see another guy that being on, you know, a top line pairing and, you know, mix it up. But Andre Costa is going to be playing now with uh, Nylander and Tavares tonight. And Tavares needs to get it going. Uh, he really needs to get it going. So I think that should help. Uh, but do you want to add anything today, Dad? Well, you know what? I, I, I don't want to sound like, you know, Don Cherry, but I, I, if, if they are going to go after somebody, uh, I hope they go after somebody that's, you know, North American. Because they've kind of grown up with the Stanley Cup, they have they have that hunger. I find that some of the not all, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not being whatever, but it's just that what the yeah. fire, the dedication, you know, the body sacrifice that it takes. Some of the guys that never really grew up watching, you know, the Stanley Cup playoffs or, or you know whatever hockey in general here the way it is, uh, don't have that in them. So right. somebody from you know like I, I guess I think JT Miller is American. You know yeah. he probably grew up you know watching hockey, watching playoffs. You know that hunger is there. He wants to hold that cup. You know and and, and uh, uh, so you know go after someone yeah you know that's going to be um, having that you know fire lit you know behind them and uh, and uh, see what happens. Yeah. I think that that's a fair point. And I know, you know, Miller is also, yeah, you said American, so they may go f- like maybe someone like him, but it's probably going to cost Leaf fans out there toping uh, Nimella, who's a great young prospect. He was amazing for Finland. I'm not really sure I'm too big on that, but, you know, if they're in win now mode, I think Dubis is going to be aggressive. Maybe Nick Robertson, that's a name too. You know, he's getting up there now. He should be an NHLer by now, but he hasn't really shown that with injuries, so they may trade him. 
Um, but there's a lot of great players out there. And I know there's not that much news out there because it's all now speculation, speculation before a month, um, a month away from the trade deadline. But it should be a great trade deadline, especially if they can move out Kerfoot and Hole, which I think 100% they will. Um, they'll have a lot of cap space to work with. But, um, Dad, any last words for today on the podcast? And we have a game day as well tonight against the Minnesota Wild, a great team. Look, the way Hall has been playing, any team that gives us a half-eaten chocolate chip cookie, I would take it and then, you know, just let him go. Because every game, it's not just, you know, listen, and mistakes can be made. Everybody yeah. here and there. It seems like two to three in each game. And he, he right. just doesn't fit. He does not. I don't think he's an NHL uh, defenseman anymore. Uh, yeah. You know, so I think uh, that, that needs to be, you know, done because it just devastates the team when you see it over and over you know or watching it on tv imagine being on the team and then saying here we go again so i think you know if something needs to be done maybe we don't even wait for the trade deadline for something like that uh and and you know get, get one of the other guys that she stands the younger guys i can't be any worse than him is all i gotta say <laughs> yeah i agree yeah you know he he's I think it's in his head and I think I think he knows a move is, is coming and I think maybe he could help him out but you know there's instances too you watch the game that Matthews doesn't even pass them he's got like two guys three guys on him and he won't pass the open Justin hole so I think you know they, they know that and he's just obviously not going to be playing tonight um, but I think you know yeah th- this team can can move on without Justin hole now and obviously the Muzzin going on LTIR with the concussion protocols he's definitely not going to be back until the playoffs so we'll see that and, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they can do. They're going to have a lot of room and a lot of space to get a good move. I think they bring in two great players. I think that's one. I think that's going to be a hot take. I think two good players is what they're going to be bringing in because they have the room now. A lot of people said they don't have the room. Well, now they have it. So there should be no yeah. excuse now for the Leafs. And it's going to be a great tread deadline. And finally, Dad, any last words for today? Uh, you know, it's I, I, as you can probably tell in my tone, it's been a frustrating week. Yeah. Uh, maybe the last few weeks. Uh, the up and down roller coaster each game. You don't know which team's going to show up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think, uh, as you said earlier, uh, you know, uh, RJT, uh, you know, yeah. needs to uh, needs to put one in just to get that monkey off his back and uh, and get that get that line rolling. Um, you know, and uh, I think we should be fine out from there on forward. At least yeah. I hope. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I think he needs one tonight just to get some confidence back, especially at home too. I think he 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 was close to getting one there last game, but you know I think they they need to bounce back here. Three games, three tough losses. So I think that you know these should have been easy wins. Um, you know Boston's kind of getting up there. Like I know they're not a they're not that close to us right now, but you got to make sure that you secure at least a top three. But I hope they get a top two spot easily. Um, but we'll see how it goes, guys. Um, that's gonna be it for today guys thank you guys for listening a lot of trade news but we'll see you know next week there may be a trade or there may be some more news to talk about uh but for sure we'll talk to you guys then um thank you guys for listening and we will see you soon thanks guys